0: you use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast, and today I've been participating in Podapalooza. I can barely say the word, and it is an amazing one-day conference where not only do you get trained on podcasting, but all of us wonderful podcasters get to do on-the-spot interviews. And today I'm so thankful. I just met Katrina about a minute and a half ago. But Katrina Sawa is the CEO and founder of JumpstartYourBusinessNow.com. But as part of that company, she also does Jumpstart Publishing. So I'm excited. I get to talk to another publisher. So, Katrina, welcome to
1: the show. Thanks, Kim. It's exciting to be here. <laughs>
0: So first of all, Katrina, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get into all of this?
1: (laughs) Well, what's funny, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I've never wanted to be an author. So like when I started my business, it was 20 years ago. I was a business and marketing coach for entrepreneurs because I was in advertising sales for the newspaper way back when. (laughs) And that's where I fell in love with entrepreneurs. But they never knew what to do to really market themselves. And then they didn't know how to follow up and really nurture. I mean usually entrepreneurs are passionate about what they're doing but they don't know everything about being a consistent and profitable business. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I started doing business and marketing coaching and I said why do I want to sell a book when I can sell, you know, for 20 bucks when I can sell a 200, 2000 or 20,000 dollar thing? Like why would I do that? And then like 3 or 4 years <laughs> into my business, I was hanging around more entrepreneurs and they started writing books and then getting speeches and getting on publicity and getting clients from their books. I'm like, "Oh, Okay. Now I see it. Now I see it. Use it as a marketing tool. Okay. Now that's the kind of books that I write or marketing tool type books. Okay. I know some authors out there want to be authors and write fiction or nonfiction or whatever, and really want to be a prolific author. And that's awesome. So, but I recommend you still make money in other ways too. Like you Mm -hmm. create all kinds of other income streams, but yes, that's how I got started (laughs) in writing books. And now, yeah, I started doing my own. And it was just much cheaper to learn how to do it myself than to pay a big publisher, which I did for my first book. Um, But so then you create your own publishing brand, of course, if you're going to do a lot of books. And then now I do it for other people, too, but not that many. I mean, I'm still a business coach primarily, but I love saving people money on doing their books.
0: Yeah. And and I, you do a lot of the compilation books. So where people get to have a chapter in their book and I do a few of those. So I kind of do the opposite. You do a lot more compilation books where I actually do the sing, signature book. So this person, you know, my clients have full books written for them that they, again, it's a marketing tool. Right. And, yeah. and I love how, um, you know, becoming an author just so positions you as this credible expert.
1: It really does. I mean, I've been on TV because of my books. I've been on multiple times, like because of my book, mm-hmm. I've been gotten on stages and, and been a speaker and many, many times over because I've had a book on a certain topic and it's just a it catapults to big time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I so agree. So, you know, Katrina, I know you've got a lot of knowledge that, that you would like to share. So I'm going to let you loose for a few minutes mm-hmm. And and just because you don't even really know who I am, so just share some of the things that, you know, you feel my audience of entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches would find helpful in their business, either from the publishing side or from your business coaching side.
1: The first thing is just move faster. Money follows speed, people. Whether you want to write your book faster and get that out uh, yeah. and or create a program or a membership or a product or whatever. People overthink it and they get to in their head and then it slows them down and self sabotage. So I just don't recommend that. So get some support, learn what you need to learn and then make a decision and go is what I would say, because you'll reach more people, make a bigger impact and hopefully make a lot more money in the process mm-hmm. uh, is one thing that I would recommend. So move a little faster. The other thing is don't undervalue yourself. Uh, because you are worth a lot more than you probably are charging, most people mm-hmm. that I talk to for the first time should be should be raising their rates. And when I finally when I ask them, like, how much are you charging? What are you selling? da da, 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 da. I mean, I easily see where they could double or triple their rates. So really look at that because a lot of times people stay with old, pricing because they think they're newer and, you know, they're not sure about themselves. It's a confidence thing when you have more confidence then you can charge more. So there's those two things is, is the first thing, but yeah, just get it done. You guys like seriously. And one book is great, but two and 10 or 15, or I have 17 now is better. Trust me. Okay. (laughs) Just keep doing it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, I, I loved what you said about don't undervalue yourself. Like, I remember when I first started writing books, I think the first book, and I mean, it was a full book, like a full 150 page book. I think I charged $500 to write that book.
1: Uh-huh. I did not
0: make money on that project.
1: <laughs> As a ghostwriter? is that yes. Oh yes. my goodness. So no, yeah, no, ghostwriters should be 25 to, I've seen them at 25 to 100,000, you yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. What yeah, and now, but the thing
0: that's... was, I had no clue what I was doing. I was just doing it to earn extra money. Right. Yeah. We had a really expensive year. I managed to get onto a freelancing site. You know, <laughs> yeah. It, it, my second job, I charged a lot more. And, you know, every year, actually, I've I've made significant jumps in yeah. what I charge. Now, you know, I think if you're a new entrepreneur, I think you you do have to be careful about how much you charge because you just don't have the experience yet.
1: I, I don't know. I'm not, it depends. I'm not a, lot of times people come into, a lot of times people come into their business with previous experience. Maybe they haven't yes. been paid for what they're doing and now they're going to get paid for it. That doesn't make you new. That makes you very experienced. So please don't yeah. undervalue that. Yes. If you're brand new to what you're doing, you might need to take some trainings in order to really get hmm. I mean, some people do certification programs or whatever, but um, I never did a certification program. I had a business degree and a marketing concentration and then I was I worked in a lot of different places where I learned a lot of the marketing stuff, yeah. um, but then I've hired many many mentors. I've probably invested two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the last yeah. fifteen years on mentors, masterminds, workshops, and trainings. Yeah, and that's how I learned what I learned, and that's why I can charge a premium. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree. Like, you know, if if you've already got experience and you're taking that experience to start off as an entrepreneur, but I think sometimes, you know, when you're a new entrepreneur and you don't have the experience yet, you know, there there's nothing wrong with taking a couple of jobs. (laughs) Yeah, You know, at a slightly lower to get the experience, right? So that when you do raise your rates, you are providing the proper amount of service because there's nothing worse than having someone paid you a whole lot of money and you can't do the job.
1: True. Yeah. Most people don't have that problem of charging too much when they can't provide. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I agree.
0: I agree. You know, the first time someone told me I I should raise my rates, I, I was nervous. (laughs) <laughs> I had to really think about it. Now it's like once or twice a year, I raise my rates like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, you got to get it before it. <laughs> she raises the rates again, you guys.
0: <laughs> well, the other thing, too, as your business grows, you have diff- more expenses, different expenses. You know, you might be bringing on staff and different things like that. So there was times I just had to raise my rates yeah. because to keep profitable as a business. And I think yeah. that's something else to look at, too. but. You know, definitely, it's a mindset that you have to let go
1: of. Yeah, yeah. I have a a, a saying at my events. We just say, "Stop it." <laughs> <laughs> stop
0: and, and, it and if you're Devon. if you're listening on the podcast, you just <laughs> held up this stop stop it sign.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a little stop it button too. I would, it. I would play it, but it's my voice that tells you, "Stop it. You got this. You're amazing." <laughs> so yeah. Uh... yeah
0: I think it's just you know sometimes you know one thing I used to think of well you know if I raise my prices then there's a lot of people who couldn't afford me and then I came to the realization that you know if I if I'm charging and there's people paying for that right and I, I'm you know I'm well in the black and I've got more than enough then you know I can take on those occasional projects where maybe someone really can't afford me
1: and uh, yes you can do that or you create something in a group or where you're leveraging uh your time and teaching someone in teaching people in a way where there's multiple people and you're making less you know they're all paying you less for example that's why people create group programs and courses is to do that kind of training
0: yeah but (laughs) it allows me to give options
1: yeah yeah, you should. And so when I talk to people about what kind of business models you have in your business, you, there's like five different types of business models, maybe six. You need your free stuff because people have to come and try you out first. Mm-hmm. Most people will not pay for even a $200 thing, much less a $2,000 thing if they don't know who you are and why they should you know, yeah, bother. Exactly. So you have to have the free stuff to try you out. Then you need an easy yes offer. An easy yes offer is something under $200 to where after they've tried you out, watched a video, watched a webinar, or listened to your, or read your book, right? Then they need the next thing to take them to the next step. Might be a low priced info product or course or something like that, or a workshop. And then they can experience you more. And then, but then they could go into a 20 or $50,000 thing. Right So, but if you don't have a 20 or 50 thousand dollar program, you'll never sell one. So I always encourage sure. people to create high, high-end things because there's billions of people on the planet, and all of us just need a teeny tiny bit, a teeny tiny bit. And if you're not getting the people, or if the people that you're talking to are saying you're too expensive or whatever, then you just need to talk to more people and go find the people that can work with you, because there's so many people out there, right?
0: Yeah. And, and I think that's a misconception that, you know, you can't find the right people who can afford you. It's
1: it's not hard They're everywhere. They're everywhere.
0: You're They're just everywhere. Not,
1: you're just not either talking to enough. You can't talk to a dozen or a couple dozen people every month. You have to talk to hundreds or thousands of people every month. That's why you need to speak about your topics mm-hmm. and you need to get on podcasts and you need to be guests on things. And you maybe need to run your own podcast or do your own events or do your own live videos on YouTube or Facebook, you got to get more known and get in front of more people more often and in more ways. That's and even, have,
0: even having your own book, right? Yes. Like whether you, you have a really powerful chapter in a book <clears throat> or whether you have your own book, though, that's a tool. That's a positioning tool. You know, yes. you know, I teach a lot about authority marketing with my clients, you know, when we're working on their books, I'm teaching them, you know, how are you going to use this book? it's not about selling the book. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can make a little bit of money selling your book, but like you said at the beginning, it's not about becoming a, you know, an author in that sense where, you know, you're, you you've published all these books and you're making the money from selling the books. No, it's about <coughs> using the book to get your name out there, you know, and if yeah. you want very big people or people with a lot of money, you know, you hand them your book and your book is valuable and it's well-written.
1: Yeah. That's the you know, key. That's a massive credibility tool <laughs> <Yeah>. right there. <laughs> yeah. 10 years when I first wrote my own book, my first book, Love Yourself Successful, my full book, the, one of the first people that bought it actually read it and then loved it, came to talk to me, and she bought my $14,000 coaching program at the time. I mean, that right? Like, yep. That was the first time someone went really big that I could track after walk, reading my book. And it was like, well, there you go, right? Like, yeah. First of all, that paid for the book to get done. Uh, second of all, like it paid for the next one and the next one. And so, yeah, it's, but uh, again, if you don't have a $14,000 program, so please, I encourage you in those business models, you have free, then you have the easy yes, then you might have a signature product program or service middle middle ground is something that you teach um like for my, one of my books is my new business now is one of the books that I wrote but that was written after I did my 90 day coaching program so I did a jumpstart your business 90 day online group training program and we transcribed it all one year and then we cleaned it up and put it into a book form so literally that's a $4000 program in a $20 book right so you can go backwards. Now you could take your book and then create a course from that, so you can go either way. But please create something like that. Yeah. And then of course, there's high-end one-on-one, and then if you want a high-end group or some other kind of service that can be mm-hmm. high-end too. So those are the kind of business models most entrepreneurs need it's some form of
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, that's where you start to make the bigger money. You know, like we were we were just on I I don't know if you saw the main stage just before you came on here, but James Malachuk was speaking. He was talking about, you know, getting paid to speak, you know, getting paid the five thousand, the ten thousand, the twenty thousand, you know, the fifty thousand dollars to speak on stage and you know, if you think of it this way, you know, if you speak, if you're making $10,000 per speech and you sell 10, that's a hundred thousand dollars in a year.
1: Paid speaking is not an easy game. Um, There's three different ways you can get paid to speak though. Right. Mm -hmm. So he was talking about that paid speaking. You can get paid to speak, but then if you're an entrepreneur who has high end programs and things like that, you can make a lot more money, not paying to speak, Speaking for free, or one time I even I mean, I've done this multiple times, but one time I paid a group to come and speak, so it was a pay to play opportunity. I didn't get paid, I had to fly there, get the hotel, and I paid them $3,500. But they put 300 of my ideal clients in the room. This group that I've spoke for, and I sold over the course of the two or three years following, I've sold up to over a hundred thousand dollars in coaching from that one opportunity. So I spent yeah. 5,000 and I've sold a hundred. So there's just, I don't want to, you know, say yeah. there's only one way to speak, please. There's so many different ways to speak. Oh, of course. Right?
0: Yeah, of course. But you know, the concept I was just trying to get to get at was, you know, when you have that higher end thing, yeah. right. You don't need to sell a lot of your higher end products True. and services to be making the money that you need.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, who did a $25,000 coaching program. He worked with execs. Execs have lots of money. They're making usually 150 to 300 a year, right? He was going to charge $25,000. Well, he did. I'm just saying he did. So he needed four clients to make 100 grand in the year, right? Even if he was all in with them, talking to them all the time, that's not a full-time job, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think,
0: you know, it's it's about increasing your network. Yeah, now I don't know if this, if this is true. Okay. I heard it. I suspect it possibly is true. Okay. But like, don't quote me on it, but like even on social media, you know, if you connect with the right people on social media and you become valuable to them, they're connected to the people you really want to connect with. Right. You know, that six degrees of separation. So as you build out your network and as you expand your network and you become valuable, You know, to the people in your network, they're going to start introducing you to their network. And over time, you can actually build up so that you're connecting with these with your true target market that can afford your products and services. But it it doesn't always happen overnight, but you can you can build up that network of people. And when you're valuable right when you've provided value when you when you're truly networking and developing relationships you know these people will introduce you to the people that they know
1: yeah and if you position yourself well enough with the book and the nice website and the very nice looking social media profiles you also are perceived a little bit more of an expert and therefore mm. you can collaborate more with bigger name people perhaps if you position yourself right. Too many people I see don't position themselves well, though. Like take the Zoom room, for example. You have books in back of you of things that you've done. I do too, right? So Mm -hmm. you, but a lot of people show up in their sweatshirt on their bed or their sofa. It's like, ah, like don't do that. You have to position yourself for every single call you're on. You have to look professional you have to look as though someone in the audience is going to book you as a speaker or hire you for a high end thing. And yes. if you're not ready for that, even if you're coming to a call where you're going to learn, like you're here as a student, yes, you still have to show up because you never know where those people are.
0: True. Actually, one of my newer clients we're working on a book, and it's going to be on you know part of it's going to be on creating a virtual community, and he has this going to have this whole chapter on different things he'd seen on zoom very unprofessional things he has seen
1: <laughs>
0: oh, so oh, yeah I'm like oh man that's gonna be a hilarious chapter to write
1: early and, and on in COVID true. it was really ugly <laughs> people were doing because they just didn't know I mean I've been doing zoom files for years but before when people weren't used to them yeah it was scary <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Katrina, I would love—we've got a few minutes left. I would love for you to talk about maybe a couple of your books, and you know, how can people get them and get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, I have two books of my own. So, Love Yourself Successful, I just relaunched this year. It's the second edition, ten years later, and so I revamped it and updated. It's a really good book if you want to really understand your value. And get more confident about your worth and what you're charging. Also about getting rid of toxic people in your life, though, uh, who are the naysayers, right? So that's a really good book for you if you need more motivation, confidence, and um, just taking charge of your life and your business. Uh, and then there's the jumpstart your new business now. So if some of these things I'm talking about with regards to running your business are intriguing, or you think that you're you're kind of fledgling a little bit or struggling, you might want that book because it's really the practical, tactical things that you need to stay focused on so that you can start bringing in consistent revenue. So those books can both be found at jumpstartbookstore.com. If you go to jumpstartyourbiznow.com, you can go to obviously the training page and find the books and other trainings there too. But, and then a bunch of free stuff over on the resources page. So I'm all about free stuff. There's a whole bunch of trainings there on what to do on your website, how to get started speaking, um, how to jumpstart your business and reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out, you know? Yeah.
0: So, so here's a question. You got a minute or two left, but I ask every single author this question that comes on my show. What was the good, the bad, and the ugly about publishing your first book?
1: (laughs) Well, the good was I paid a publisher to take care of all the details. So, yay. Okay. The bad was that it cost me $6,000, which nowadays isn't that much, but um, it was a lot to me at the time. The ugly was not being able to decide on the cover because I was too in it myself. I was in my head. I think I looked at 26 or 30 cover designs and I hired my own cover designer because I didn't like what they showed me and of course I wanted to do it my way with my pictures and the ones that I liked nobody liked when I surveyed and they all liked this other one I'm like oh god so I went with what the consensus was which you always should do don't go, with, don't go with what you like go with what the nor- the people like uh, and then the other ugly part was when the editing came back you know when people when you get your editing back then I had Every single line item in my book had a mark of some sort. And I was so overwhelmed by reviewing those edits that I stuck it away for three months and didn't even look at it. And so it prolonged the book again another three months because I was hiding my head in the sand, not wanting to look at those details. (laughs) <laughs> True story.
0: <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Katrina. I have been so enjoyed this conversation today. And uh, everyone, don't forget, go check out www.jumpstartyourbusinessnow.com. You can get her books and her free trainings. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it out. You know, some podcasters actually make you pay for the podcast. I always want to give away things for free. So if you can help me out and share out this podcast episode, oh, I'm going to blow you lots of kisses right now. So this has been Katrina Sawa and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach or speaker, and you wanna find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book, at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.